Welcome to Ability MKE Now, live on River West Radio. My name is Sue Roscoff, and we are here doing, as usual, our Wednesday evening show on uh, Ability MKE Now. We are a show all about integration. We bring people with disabilities and people that don't have disabilities together, enjoying life here in the Milwaukee area. Now we all have different abilities. So here at Ability MKE Now, we dive into this topic of diverse abilities, showcasing and sharing a variety of aspects of ability-related topics. So the concept of disability does hit a pretty wide range of possibilities. We could be talking about physical or mental disabilities, the deaf and hard of hearing community, blindness, chronic pain, mental health diagnosis, a goal of substance use reduction, and the list goes on. We all have uh, have some personal relationship with the disability community as a whole, whether our, us ourselves have something that we consider to be a disability or loved ones, friends, family, you name it. We're, we're all in this together and knowing what resources and what's out there and available and uh, activities and, and you name it. There's so many things to to share and to celebrate regarding uh, diverse abilities here in the Milwaukee area. So uh, as always, we have our co-host extraordinaire, Kurt Roscoff, my hubby, here with us. And I do wanna just briefly pass the baton over to him so that he can uh, give a big hello to everybody. So Kurt, I'm gonna send it over your way. All right, thanks a lot, Sue. And yeah, I too am excited to have Patty back as uh, guest today, but uh, as usual, we want to set the platform for, you know, what the 20-some minutes are all about here on Ability MK Now, again, disability advocacy, being inclusive, accessible, and accommodating to all of our Southeast Wisconsin and uh, Milwaukee residents uh, with disabilities and all of our visitors, uh, considering those travelers, and appreciating everything that the Milwaukee Public Schools and all area schools do in special education and accommodating students with disabilities, learning disabilities and the like, ADHD, uh, whatever it may be. Um, we are talking about um, across the entire age range, uh, people with intellectual and developmental disabilities, the deaf community, blind community, people with physical disabilities, those with chronic pain, anyone with a mental health diagnosis, and everyone with a goal of substance use reduction. When you really unpack this and open it up, it's, it's stuff that intersects with a lot of social work, social mission, social ministry. And um, we can talk ability ministry, inclusive recruiting, accommodation and education, um, you know, including people with disabilities in a, an assertive way, uh, really welcoming them into politics and our government work, when we have our state committees or our county advisory boards and things like that going on, um, things in the city. I mean, let's look at Wauwatosa. Wauwatosa has a Citizens with Disabilities um, advisory group, um, you know, for the aldermen in the city of Wauwatosa. So lots can be done, lot is being done. We've gone a long ways and um, the general saying is we have a long ways to go and we want to make sure that people are having fun as well. Take it back, Sue. Back to you. Excellent. Thanks so much. I know, uh, Kurt, with your background, you do bring a, 
a rich variety of of pieces to the table here with all of this. Uh, you've had a background with um, with a lot of different organizations across Southeast Wisconsin and beyond. So it's always interesting. Uh, I keep learning new tidbits along the way with all the pieces and uh, and and things that he's had to had the opportunity to do uh, as it touches the disability community. Uh, one thing that last week's show brought to mind for me is everybody has a story. Do you remember that line from Pretty Woman? It opens and closes with a gentleman walking down the road saying, what's your story? Everyone's got a story. What's your story? So I know we've introduced Patty previously, and she has a very interesting and unique story. And I'm wondering, Patty, would you like to say hello? And just uh, what would you like to share with us this evening uh, with what's all happening with you? Hi, everybody. And I'm going to revert to to Kurt to, to introduce what's going on with my story. Okay, uh, Kurt, over to you. All right, so again, what's built up is uh, last week I was talking about over 60 organizations, 60 lines on a Google sheet uh, for retracing the tangled web that was woven around Patty that she never asked for. And it's grown to over 80 of these lines and notes with um, 70 plus contacts, organizations, just ways that Patty can outreach for being thrust into the mental health system, you know, totally against, um, you know, what serves her and in this uh, overdone aspect of looking forward to protect a person or two and uh, thinking that maybe there's some sort of public interest in this to you know, force Patty to have some pharmaceutical medication that we had within the last week, uh, a very um, insightful thought to say, you know, we, we say that we don't like the idea that these synthetic drugs are being pumped through her blood system in her body um, on court order, like she has to do it or she's violating court order. And, you know, so the thing that was added on that with the conversation with a friend was, you know, let's start just saying right out. You know, part of what we're concerned about is all of those, well, first of all, contraindications, and then in terms of side effects. So to look at, you know, how are we, and she's been through this for two months, and, you know, Patty reports that she's never been given much of a review of the side effects. I mean, we can all think of it. We can all go in and dig it up ourselves, but, you know, not really a, a great consideration at all. And uh, we were just talking to agencies again today, and it was amazing. People who seem to be in a position of management and oversight, just really saying like, it ain't my job. You know, so, so let's look at the irony in this. The irony is, is that you have professionals out there um, who, let's say it out to be fair. I mean, the right thing to say is 99% of the time, the right things are being done. So this isn't to say like we have evidence that we're, you know, in some major percentage of an issue, but, you know, whatever the minor percentage is, it means that individuals like Patty are being lost through the cracks and people are just going through the motions, creating commotion. And it's not, um, you know, real uh, considerate. And, and it, it's something where unfortunately in these, as far as we can know right now, we're hoping that Patty is, is a rare case, but Patty is confident that as rare as her case is, it still amounts to large numbers uh, of people out there being disserved in this way 
So Patty is having to work tirelessly, you know, for, for months now. We're talking months worth of setting aside your life for something you didn't ask for. It becomes an identity that Patty feels she's living somebody else's life. You know, so the life of Patty was kind of sort of lost back in June. And she's living this life of who these authoritarians, these people in authority, management, administration, all these people are like, woohoo, look at me. I know it all. You know, the know-it-alls are like sitting here just telling Patty like everything's okey-doke and like go ahead and file a grievance, go ahead and get an administrative review, you know, um, go ahead and practice your rights. But it's kind of like Patty is there to fend for herself. And it's kind of like that thing of going up against city hall type of thing, you know, but Patty's doing it because Patty knows beyond a shadow of a doubt. And, uh, you know, we're in agreement to this, that Patty comes to our shows of sound mind and body and that we have professionals out there um, basically shifting things to a convenient truth. And I propose that it's because of how things fall into their pocketbook, that God almighty dollar falls into their wallet and so they're, they're happy as professionals. They're getting paid. They're getting paid to do this. And then Patty has to sit there and take it and uh, go through and, and fighting every step of the way and really getting granular, really, really looking at fractal things, really piecing it apart, really super analyzing it because these people are not just coming up and doing what I would hope that they would do on their own. Patty's having to say in about a dozen different ways the same thing to try to get them to nudge to do something in a more proper and ethical uh, direction. So uh, what we're hoping for here is that, you know, with the long arm of the law, with the legal system, the judicial system, putting this in front of another judge, um, you know, and other people to uh, review these complaints about how the last couple months went that everything will be um, adjusted and that Patty will find herself on her show someday soon uh, where she can say, you know what, I made it out of the mental health system. You know what, that court order is expunged. Uh, don't have the court order anymore. It looks like I'm out of the court system, out of the medical system and uh, got life back, but she's not there today yet, folks. So the story is still a rich one. Back to you, Sue. So, Patty, I just wanted to toss this back your way. Is there anything you wanted to add? Well, we got some pretty good news today. We heard from the public defender. So that's, and, and the uh, doctor also um, seems to be um, pretty well on, on my side. So that's, that's somewhat good news, but it's tiring. The whole thing is very tiring. Yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah, like I said, everybody has a story and some end up being more unique and more, it's almost to the point of unbelievable that you have to go through all the things that have been happening. And I'm glad you're, you've are you got the, the willpower and uh, the, the stamina here to go through and figure out these pieces of it and to see what you can do with it to bring things to the to the right place in the end. So Thank we you wish you all the best with all that and, and hope you. things... Yeah, you're very welcome. We just hope things continue in the right direction so that you can get the resolution that you deserve. Appreciate that. So here at the Ability MKE Now, one thing that I want to highlight is another event that uh, is coming up that's actually an online event. So this is one that can be, can be uh, found 
wherever you're located. I know there's uh, at least several of us here in Southeast Wisconsin that will be hopping on the bandwagon with it. But the Global Happiness Summit, I know we've another big topic is happiness, being happy and and having uh, optimism and all these, these kind of catch words that you hear a lot. Global Happiness Summit. It's actually going to be the 12th annual Global Happiness Summit coming up on October 7th, 2022. It's all going to be taking place online, and it's something that everybody is welcome to. It is going to be, from what I understand, and the, the nuggets I've heard and seen so far, it is going to be a very worthwhile time, and I personally am so looking forward to it between speakers, entertainers, chances to connect with, with other like-minded folks is going to be very dynamic. And again, with the topic, how can you go wrong, right? Uh, Global Happiness Summit. The, the This is actually something that is uh, stemming through and being facilitated by those at, uh, at the Happy Neighborhood Project. So the gentleman that began that organization uh, he, he's got a unique history and unique story. And actually, Kurt, if you don't mind, I think you can give a better representation than I can to, to give the, that nugget of what exactly, who is Edwin, what's he all about, and why is Global Happiness Summit such a big deal? Well, Edwin is a very capable um, professional and manager and someone um, you know, who's in the capacity of consulting and public speaking and uh, really coming from, you know, enterprise, um, you know, working home businesses and, and other businesses. And really what happened was um, during the recession of 2009, um, he really saw what the market needed. You know, the market needed with recession, something to instill consumer confidence and to be supportive to just people at large to say that a uh, recession has a lot of inconsequential um, impact and a lot of consequences to people at home and in workspaces and stuff like that. So really what he did is he put together the, um, you know, the I Am Happy project, which was a culmination of him interviewing a thousand people about happiness and then that gave him the, the premise to go out there and serve even more masses of people and um, getting out to just many, many countries out there and attracting tens of thousands of people to the work of the I Am Happy Project. And the United Nations recognized him for uh, the work in spreading happiness around the world. And then he's come back in the last decade and more, even more than a decade ago, he um, got serious about bringing this to the professional realm and in workplaces, workspaces and professionals. And so the Happy Neighborhood Project was born uh, as Happy Neighborhood Project because you know that's the potential with the business community is that if people out there on Madison Avenue or Main Street and out there where businesses are, are experiencing this infusion of happiness, you know, that's another way people can get it at home. So you, you've got this parallel process happening of personal development through the I Am Happy Project, professional development through the Happy Neighborhood Project, and then we have the Happy Co-op. So, so now he's done enough of train the trainer 
where he's got a lot of us in leadership getting right into this work together. And we've really shaped the happiest place on earth for business people. And so, you know, our big events, our worldwide events, even, you know, take a moment for laughter yoga, you know, where we just open up that uh, everybody's microphones and we go for 30 seconds and we just laugh. <laughs> And we just laugh and laugh because of what laughter does to us theologically, medically, the great benefit. The largest healthcare crisis known to humankind is social isolation. So our, there are things that we can do in skills and practices and behaviors that can compensate for these other challenges. So, so we need to address the challenges so we can do to dilapidate that and kind of remove that. But it's still such a pervasive thing. It's bigger than the COVID pandemic, you know, is really where, where you can really get a sense of it. And um, so we're a long ways away from making a dent in that. But while that is out there as a pervasive issue, we can go out there and do big things to spread happiness, the Global Happiness Summit, six hours worth of activities, including speed networking through the Hopin platform, hopin.com and um, workshops, um, speakers coming in uh, to share from their expertise and predictable success, entertainment and programs by the Happy Neighborhood Project, having, um, we got a dozen vendors already so far, so there's gonna be more vendors coming in for an exhibit hall space. Um, it's really a fascinating event where it's just amazing to say, wow, I've I've come on October 7th, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. for six hours of this activity. You know, I can come on to the happiest place on earth for business people and then a thousand people at that. And uh, what an exceptional opportunity. And uh, we've had an appetite for a year now to break the uh, Guinness Book World Record. Uh, we tried it a couple of times, did not... Um, you know, get to that level yet, but with a thousand, it's a stepping stone where if we reach our goal with this summit on the seventh, uh, over in March, I'm predicting that we might be going after that record again. Back to you, Sue. That is amazing. I, I'm when you think about the Guinness World Record pieces, we have several friends actually that have that have their own little certificate at home that is, uh, and I say little, it's not little, it's a big deal to actually be a Guinness World Record holder. We have several friends that are record holders for different aspects of water skiing, actually. And for this event to be something that there's enough, enough people involved in this and enough energy going on that there are so many people on the Global Happiness Summit that there would be a world record setting event taking place with that. That's phenomenal. I'm I'm so excited to, to see where this all goes. So uh, the the information actually is all available online. So it's easy to find, easy to look up. It's uh, very simply hnpabc.com forward slash ghs. So HNP for Happy Neighborhood Project, hnpabc.com forward slash forward slash GHS for Global Happiness Summit. So thanks so much for that recap on what that all is. Uh, and there is actually one more event that's taking place locally here in, uh, in I think here, I believe it's Brown Deer is, no, no, it's actually in Milwaukee. Um, 
I'm going to have to rely on Kurt one more time. He's got the details of an event coming up this Saturday on uh, there's going to be a potluck from four until 6 p.m. at oh, that the Social Justice Center, if I do I have that correct, Kurt, where Mutual Aid Network is going to be coming together. And I'm going to throw it back over to you, Kurt, to give us an intro of and actually a reminder. What is Mutual Aid Network? What is this potluck event all about and what can people expect if they want to uh to to know more about that what what is this uh the mutual aid network has um eight different forms of currency including time banking price-based mutual credit which is more of what people are used to in the marketplace where you put a price on things and you pay the dollars but you know there's a sharing economy involved um there's robust budgeting, project facilitation assistance, uh, community investment assistance, and um, you know just multiple opportunities there in eight different directions. And so we're coming together to kind of have a little uh, facilitation on that and uh, to share what people are doing, like with the attendees, what they're doing. And so um, mutualaidnetwork.org um, has a Google Calendar on there. It has uh, with, you know, a uh, drop down menu uh, going deeper. Um, you know, it has on there web meeting instructions. And uh, so we're going to have it available online. Um, so it's a little bit of good networking and um, to just really show how, you know, we can work cooperatively. Um, there is a cooperative format. Uh, with the mutual aid network and so that's going to be in Milwaukee at the build center um, so the social justice center does a lot of work with the mutual aid out in Madison but with um, the Saturday event in Milwaukee um, it's the build center which has gotten a lot of media attention uh, with what the couple has done taking over that church to um, that not worrying about it being a church but that's what it was with that facility and now repurposing it to a lot of other social work. Excellent, thanks so much, Kurt. Uh, I wanted to mention one more big event coming up this Sunday. <laughs> I know we've talked about this before. This is one that is close and dear to my heart with, uh, with ACAP in Waukesha. They are celebrating their 40th anniversary and they have a big gala event taking place to celebrate 40 years of of success and personal stories and you name it with uh, the Adaptive Community Approach Program uh, out of Waukesha. So they are a partner with us with the Pewaukee Lake Water Ski Club where we've, uh, we've been partnering up with the Adaptive Water Skiing for gosh, 30 plus years. So I think it's about 35 years actually. So it's been a long, long standing relationship and I couldn't be more excited for them and all the things they have to celebrate. Uh, they are a, a day program for adults with disabilities and just fantastic staff, fantastic board of directors, amazing individuals that are participants there. And I am so excited that they'll have the chance to do such a great celebration for all the good things from all these years of, of what they've brought to our community. So I just want to make a quick mention of that because I, I really am so proud of them. Uh, and I know that one fun thing that we tend to do here on the, the, I believe it's the third, actually I'm sitting here looking at the calendar as I'm reminding myself, 
third Wednesday of the month is a unique one for us uh, personally here with Ability MKE Now. We, we do like to do something kind of fun, something totally goofy, but just, just all for fun, ice cream social night. So with that, I do want to go around and find out what's your favorite flavor. Uh, I'm Actually, Patty, I'm going to ask you first. What, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? If you could have any in front uh, of you right now. Yeah, thanks. I don't usually eat ice cream. I, I eat like tofuti ice cream. So, um, but chocolate, probably. Awesome. And curds, what's your favorite flavor? Um, well, I've really gotten into Oreo cookies and cream, but I also can't say enough for mint chocolate chip. And uh, let's make sure to get uh, Corinne on here. We want to see what, what her favorite ice cream is. Awesome. Welcome to the show, Corinne. How are you? I am beautiful. How are you? Are you hearing me well? Yes, very well. Perfect. Do so I need I, to show myself on camera? It's completely up to you. Oh. Because um, it is on radio here, so not everybody can see you, right? We'd see you in the Zoom room here where we're taking place, but it's totally up to you. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Great, great. My favorite ice cream? Well, I don't eat ice cream anymore, but rum and raisin. I am in the Caribbean, so rum has to be in there. Oh. <laughs> After my own heart there. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, do you want to do just a quick 60-second uh, intro? Who are you and how do we know you and what brings you to our show? We're so oh glad you're here. Oh, my goodness. On the spot. My name is Corrine Lafont, and I am based in Trinidad and Tobago in the Caribbean. Just in case anybody listening don't know where that is, you need to Google it and take a plane and come over. It's an island. We only have rain and sun, and it's a lot of rain happening here now, right as we speak, okay? So you don't have to worry about snow or anything. We don't have that here. We don't have that here. Palm trees, coconuts, good food, just living the life. Yeah, that's what it is about. And um, what else do you want to know about me? I am connected to you guys. I love you, Sue. And of course, Sue knows I love her husband, Kurt. Oh, my goodness. Yes. <laughs> yeah, if I remember right, you're you're the other woman, right? <laughs> I am the other woman, and we need to say that publicly. I am oh, yeah. the other woman. I am not going to hold back on that. I am the other woman. That's right. From the Caribbean, there's a little distance, just a little, but just I am little. the other one. Just a little. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, we so love that you're here. <laughs> what was that, Patty? <laughs> well, I didn't get that. What was that, Patty? No, he, well, I don't know about the rest, but she knows about me and I know about her. And that's all that matters to me. Yeah. yeah we had a very fun introduction at one of the speed networking events. And we both were like, oh, wait. Oh, nice. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's been yeah. a pleasure to, to get to know you. And I am hoping perhaps uh, you could join us again next week here that we can uh, can devote a chunk of time to do you on the show. So I'm of course, of course, you could know how to find me. Perfect. So <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. Happy Neighborhood Project has brought so many fun friends together. A lot oh of the folks God. that we've had on here has been through that. And we, we truly have met so many fantastic, wonderful people. Listen and to me. HNP is it. It's it. I Did he tell you about our conversation yesterday? Oh, my word. He didn't. Oh, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. <laughs> what, what happens between me and Kurt stays between me and Kurt. Very good. Yes, yes. <laughs> Awesome. Well, and I'm just going to back up and mention real quick, my favorite flavor of ice cream. I, I'm yes, torn. Yes. 
I go between uh, cookie dough and peanut butter cup or Oreo. So those depends on the mood of the day. But if I had some right now, it would totally be Oreo. That That's cookies and cream. That's kind of my thing. Oh, my. But, rum. Rum, Sue. I need to convert you. Rum. Yeah, I probably wouldn't be too hard to twist my arm that direction. <laughs> <laughs> So in the, we just have uh, about 45 seconds left here. Kurt, I'm going to have you come back on. Do you have a, a last uh, sharing thought for everybody? Yeah, it is ever so exciting to be continuing the show, Ability MKE Now. And uh, even the last five minutes, I think, might be a little something different for the entirety of the River West radio culture. So we are pushing the edge here, pushing the envelope and really stretching what people could expect from riverwestradio.com and 104.1 FM right out of Milwaukee. But, um, you know, with the Happy Neighborhood Project, it's uh, definitely exciting and uh, looking forward to trails of a more accessible Milwaukee, Milwaukee area. Sue, give us your five seconds. Thank you so much, everybody, for being here for Ability MKE Now. Have a good night. <laughs>